Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 26, 2011. And this is part three. And in this part, we're going to be covering most likely proactive things that you can do regarding some of the scenarios that I've mentioned. Now, I've done a lot of other teachings in the past about survival and things of this nature. I know Tom Horn at Raiders News Network, uh, they've got a whole section that you can go to that site and click on, all kind of things that you can do regarding preparing for nuclear, uh, food, provisions, building shelters. They've got all kind of stuff up there for sale as well regarding things that you can do to prepare. It's a good site to go to overall for a lot of general preparedness information. Uh, One of the things regarding radiation fallout that is, I believe, important is air purification. And I think that it's very important in today's day and age to have air purification in your car and also air purification in your house. Now, a lot of people don't think about it in your car, but the car is by far the most concentrated source of air pollution that you're going to get. You've got, particularly if the car is out in the sun, you've got the plastics in the car outgassing, and when you turn on a car and the air AC comes on, you're getting a massive amount of pollution, chemical pollution, outgassing of plastics in particular, uh, into the air that you're breathing concentrated. And I, I, I got a report the other day saying what you need to do is, is make sure you roll down your windows, you have your air off, you get your car moving a little bit, and then you turn your air on. It's a much healthier way. And these are cancer-causing. So again, there's so many ways that we're they're trying to kill us, essentially. Because uh, you can't tell me they don't know this, the powers that be, or whatever you want to call them, the elite, the globalists, the New World Order, the Illuminati. Uh, just one more way... They're trying to take us out. Combination of things. And um, they've got these little air purifiers. I'll give you a link to one I found. They, I guess they say they only last about a year. But they're going to put out ionization and, and a little bit of ozonation in your car that will help to purify the air. And it's something that, I mean, I'm doing it in my vehicles. They're not real expensive. You can put them in there. And I don't run mine all the time. But you can plug it in. And, you know, let it run for a little while and then take it out. And and if if you feel like the air has been pretty much purified in the car. Uh, Just one more thing you can do to protect yourself. Also, indoor air purification. Now, there's a lot of of good units out there, but I don't really go for the kind that are filter. Because the kind that are just filters, granted, I think you have filtration on your AC, obviously. And some people put UV lights in their ducting where the air is actually being exposed to UV lights. And then those are, it's more a little more high end to get into that. Those are great. There's other things that you can do as well. Um, but the thing about filtration, like if you have like some type of HEPA filter system in a corner somewhere, only the air that gets sucked into that filtration is being treated. Most of the air in the house is not going to end up getting sucked through that HEPA filter, whereas something like these uh, air ionizers or or air, um, this particular one is Royal Air Purifiers, they're called Aaronizers, they put out what they call Aaron um, Ozone, which is a, goes all the way up to O10, not just O3, and uh, it's a little more complete way to actually treat the air and to um, go after 
neutralize the contaminants and anything that could be either bacterial um, or of a biological nature in the air. I've used these for years. This particular brand, they used to be um, uh, formerly called the Aeronizer brand, the Royal Air Purifiers. I guess that company got went out of business or something happened there, and now they've changed the name on them to the Royal Air Purifier. I actually sent my unit in to get reconditioned, and they did a really good job, so I can vouch for what they did. I think the quality's still there. Uh, they're you know they're not cheap these things, but even if you could get one of the smaller ones, worst case scenario, you get hit with some type of uh, nuclear event, nuclear fallout or whatever, and you're in primarily operating out of one room of your house, like a safe room type of thing, you could have it running in there. The one thing about it is, is you don't want to run these things where the concentration becomes too high of the ozone that it's putting out, because you can get, too much of anything is not a good thing. So, you want to be sensible about it as well, and there's directions that come along with the units that explain all of that. But, these Royal Air Purifiers, by far, one of the most advanced and effective technologies available. I also like the, um, the, um, used to be Alpine Air, I, pl- I believe it's called e- e- Ecolo something now. They're very good as well. I like the, the, the smell. Now, they're multi-level, and I'm not into multi-level. I, I'm just not big on multi-level, period. Um, been down that road many, many times, had tons and tons of patients trying to get me to go down it further, and I just, if I see multi-level anymore, I just don't want anything to do with it, typically. But, they do put out a good product, and um, that, I've smelled the ozone that comes out of that unit, and it's it's very nice, uh, a lot more subtle than some of these units. The, the Even the airinizers, you've you got to be a little careful with them, because they can really, it can get overpowering. Um, regarding what they're putting out. But they've got like four different models here um, to choose from that cover different square footage. Uh, Let's see here. The Royal Air Purifiers work differently. The Royal Air Purifiers create Aaron, which is a special high-level form of activated oxygen which seeks out and destroys pollutants, bacteria, mold spores, and pet dander, not only in the air but on surfaces as well. And again, I've used this one for years that I've got, and I, I can vouch it really will... It really will uh, clean up the air quality. Uh, you have like you make a meal where you know you make has a lot of smell to it type of thing. You know, like your something on your stove, whatever. Uh, you run this thing, you know, full blast for five or ten minutes, and it's pretty much knocked things down pretty well. Uh, they use these in. Fire restoration, where somebody goes in and they have all the smoke damage, and it's to the point where they don't have to actually tear the house down, but they'll go in and they'll, they'll use these industrial ozonators that go in there, and it, it'll it'll it will get rid of all the smell of the smoke that is lingering. And it's about the only thing that I know of that can do that. So anyway, I give you some links there if you want to explore that further. You can. Uh, the other thing I added in here, and this is actually from RaidersNewsUpdate.com, and it's How to Survive Nuclear Fallout, essentially, is excerpted from the, their Defender book entitled How to Overcome the Most Frightening Issues You'll Face in the Century. And again, I give you the links here. I'm not going to go into that any further, but the links are there. If you, if you need to know more about that subject, all you have to do is click on the links in the PDF I will provide, and you'll, you'll be able to go to those areas.
and explore further. Next articles are the radiation remedies. Now, I've sent this out to my general email list, but for listeners that haven't been on my email list or maybe didn't get this or didn't look at it, I give you a copy of it here in the PDF. And it's it's literally the last, it's from page 18 all the way to page 29. A lot of different things you can do um, regarding just radiation protection in general. Uh, they talk about spirulina, corella, uh, they were saying in Chernobyl, five grams of spirulina, which is like uh, kind of like a blue-green algae type of food. It's kind of like Corella uh, also. Five grams of spirulina for 45 days was used successfully against radiation poisoning. Corella algae also has shown radioprotective properties. Now, with Corella, I've, I've heard that what you want to get is the cracked cell Corella. If you do a keyword search, good places to find some of this stuff where you're going to really pay the lowest prices possible, are either HerbsMD.com or HerbsPro.com. Herbs, like H-E-R-B-E-S, Pro, and HerbsMD, like MedicalDoctorMD.com. Both of those sites are good. You can kind of do some research um, uh, regarding different brands that they have up there. But uh, studies showed that spirulina reduced urine radioactive levels by 50% after only 20 days. And so the Radio Institute of Radiation Safety in Belarus developed a special program to treat 100 children within 20 days with spirulina. So there's just there's one pretty cheap radiation remedy uh, regarding this particular thing. Now, I give you, um, at the very, very top of this article, I kind of skipped over it, the iodine treatments for radiation exposure. There's a link there that will tell you how to... Um, uh, do that. It's saying, and then it goes on to say, in particular, spirulina given to children with accumulated high doses of radionucleotides reduced radioactive cesium. No side effects were registered. Only by spirulina or corella from a certified heavy metal free source. Uh, so then it goes on to talk about other seaweeds that bind up certain things. It goes on to talk about black and green tea having radio protective. Of properties when taken before and after exposure to radiation. It goes on to talk about pectin, which is uh, one of like the components of like an apple. Uh, it's one of the most effective means of protecting against radiation when consumption of contaminated food becomes unavoidable. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do that that are in here, and they and they get into some very specific things about cesium-137 and, and studies that have been done, and, and these are not very expensive things we're talking about. Then it goes to talk about DMSO, which um, dimethyl sulfoxide is what that stands for, and, and that's whole section on how DMSO, um, they're saying that the information experienced on DMSO is so fascinating that it can only be described as miraculous. Uh, due to its importance, we have dedicated an entire article to it, CDMSO, the Antidote for Radiation Poisoning. And I give you the link to that right here in the PDF. Uh, I've had a lot of experience with DMSO. What I advise on the DMSO is that you get... Most DMSO, uh, I don't advise buying it in plastic containers, number one. DMSO is a solvent. And plastic has all kind of garbage in it, particularly like the one and two and, and even some of the higher numbers. It has the little numbers on the plastic. Uh, it's just a, it's not what you want to store DMSO in. I would recommend only getting DMSO in glass bottles. And 
uh, trying to get medical grade DMSO if possible. Do a keyword search for like DMSO medical grade or better grades of DMSO. There's one DMSO that appears to be a pretty good grade here, and it's DMSO.BZ. If you do a keyword search for DMSO dot the letter B, the letter Z is in zebra, B is in boy, Z is in zebra. And this particular DMSO uh, is, they tout as very, very pure, and um, they've got a whole website devoted to that one. That's the one I've used as well. And so, that's something else to think about. Now, again, I, I, I just cannot go in down every little rabbit trail here. This is a lot of information to cover. They talk about uh, acetyl and acetylcysteine magnesium, vitamin C, B-complex, E. Now, these are just general antioxidants that your body would need in order to fight free radical production, which is what radiation would produce in the body. See, radiation, what can end up killing you is, from the radiation, what that's going to do in your body is generate free radical production. Free radicals are essentially the things that cause us to age to a certain extent. They're, They're... they're unstable molecules in the body that tend to um, cause havoc and breakdown in the body. And what um, antioxidants do is they quench the free radicals. And there's different antioxidants out there. There's certain ones in the B-complex family, vitamin E, selenium, zinc, potassium, all kind of different ones out there. And a lot of these other things that I've already mentioned work in that regard as well. I like, if I'm going to use a vitamin, to use whole food vitamins. The best company that I know of that's nailed it the most, that is at the highest technology, is Innate Response Formulas or Right Foods. They're the same company. They're just, for some reason, they have two product lines. You can look them up online. Uh, it's a professional line that, that I carry as well. Some of them you can find online, and some of them you can actually find an order online. Some of them... It's harder. You, you might have to get them through a physician like me. Uh, but they're the they're the best that I know of, as far as crafting every single vitamin and mineral from a food source, not from some synthetic fifty gallon barrel that Hoffman LaRoche put out. That like they they put out fifty gallon barrels of B B vitamins in derived from coal tar. That's what you're typically going to get if you buy a vitamin. At Walmart, drugstore, and even a lot of health food stores. They haven't, a lot of these companies haven't figured that out. Well, they're also very, very cheap to produce that way. But it's not the way God put them here. God, the way God put vitamins and minerals here is in, is in the form of foods. And this company's figured out a way to, to manufacture every vitamin mineral from a food. That's why I like them. Uh, and they're painstaking in the way that they grow, harvest, the soils, the whole nine yards. Uh, so they go through more things here that you can do. A lot of different things uh, that they say do, don't, stay away from. And then also one that I added in here is called Living Clay for Radiation Contamination. And it's talking about, I believe, the bentonite clay, uh, which is definitely something that has been proven to uh, absorb radiation. This goes on to say, the world is waiting now to see what happens to the nuclear plants in Japan that were damaged during the recent massive earthquake that devastated the country. Nuclear power plants are now 
way of life. So in addition to the ordinary radiation we receive by virtue of living on planet Earth, there is an ever-present danger of accidents happening in these planets, which is what we've pretty much talked about today. Um, in the past 30 years, we have had three major radioactive incidents. Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, and the continual release from the Marshall Islands. The Marshall Islands in the Pacific Ocean have been repeatedly dusted with calcium bentonite clay, but the level of radiation continually seeping from the ground from below ground has yet to be completely and permanently contained, though. Due to the nuclear weapons testing in near to them from 1956 to 1948, the Marshall Islands received the equivalent of 80 atomic bombs the size of the one dropped on Hiroshima. Oh, my word. Wow. And it's regarded as the most contaminated place on the Earth. And they're dusting that place with calcium bentonite clay, which will reabsorb you know, a lot of the radiation, but you know, that, that's had 80 atomic bombs dropped on it. Uh, let's see here. So, at Three Mile Island, the incident at Three Mile Island uh, generating station in 1979 was a wake-up call for most adults in the U.S. Simply put, the nuclear reactor near Harrisburg, Pennsylvania overheated, causing a core reactor to literally melt down. Radioactive gases and mit- mist were released into the air, and needless to say, panic ensued at Ensued. At Three Mile Island, workers today coat their arms and hands with bentonite clay before suiting up. In the 1986, at the Chernobyl nuclear power plant in the Ukrainian, in the Ukraine, uh, an accident occurred while crews were running tests on the equipment. It is considered the worst nuclear power plant accident in history, and well, but that's not comparing it to, to Fukushima now. And it resulted in highly dangerous levels of radioactivity being released over a widespread area. Most of the cleanup at Chernobyl was accomplished with bentonite clay. I mean, that tells you right there that, you know, they, they figured that out. Uh, so it would seem that the powers that be would want everyone to have their own supply of bentonite clay, since that's what they use for their own messes. But this is not so. Uh, either they have not connected the dots, or they are stockpiling the clay for their own mistakes. Well, again, they, they want people dead. They're not about interested in keeping people alive, so obviously... This isn't some, something that's going to ever be mainstream news. And this is, again, a big reason why we have this ministry is to kind of inform people. Uh, then it goes on to give you a, gen, a general discussion of radiation and uh, uh, so you can understand how the bentonite clay works in these types of things. So a pretty big article there in bentonite clay that um, and it goes in to tell you, you know, how to use it and uh, these types of things. This even goes on to tell you how to, uh, it tells you how to use the clay, uh, even if you're gonna spray your garden to, you know, nail the, the radioactive particles. Uh, also how to use the iodine, the potassium iodide with it. Uh, it's saying spray your pastures, lawns, and gardens with half a cup of liquid clay per gallon of water. Be sure to use the clean sprayer free of chemical residues. Take these actions until radioactive readings are at safe levels. Uh, if possible, take small pets inside and bathe them in clay water. That's another thing you can do. Uh, add one tablespoon of hydrated clay to their food. It also tells you, you know, if you were exposed, you would want to like actually literally put it on the outside of your, your skin. And I mean, a lot of people do that anyway. They take like clay baths and pack themselves with clay. It's very, very therapeutic. And you also look really nifty too when you're all packed with clay. Anyway, um, 
you pour clay liquid in the water, make a cloudy solution, and then it says you will have to stock up on kitty litter until it's safe to turn them outside on a well-sprayed lawn. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Hadn't thought of that. Poor kitties. Uh, then another one, for a long time to come, rinse fresh vegetables and fruits in a pan of water with enough liquid clay to make a slightly cloudy solution. Rinse for five minutes, allow to dry. This should be a regular process. We don't always know where our vegetables come from and if they've been treated with pesticides. Now, true, very true. Um, hydrogen peroxide, you can use that. You, you have her vinegar. Uh, a lot of different things you can do as far as a uh, rinsing produce and vegetables and fruits. And then it's saying taking, keep taking liquid clay internally. It is a safe daily preventative that will keep you, keep you healthy and out of the doctor's office. I do that pretty much every day. Uh, Standard Process, the company that I use, makes a Colacol too. Now, it's not, it's a very convenient way to get it, it's, and it's not super expensive. I think like a bottle of 90 is like 11 bucks, but there's probably cheaper ways you can get it on the uh, internet uh, regarding bentonite clay. You can do keyword searches and and probably buy it in bulk for a lot cheaper. I don't think you're going to be able to get it tableted um, a lot cheaper, but if you buy it in bulk and powder form, you're going to get it. You're going to be able to get it at a better price. But I will say this: clay has come up in price. I mean, it's it's not. I think it's supply and demand, <laughs> and I think it used to be a lot cheaper than it is now. But you know, that's just the way it is. Then they also have a PDF here that you can entitled "Surviving a Dirty Bomb." And uh, I give you the link to that as well. Uh, the last thing we talk about here is Prussian blue. And I, this is probably the last one I would recommend. But it is if you didn't have access to anything else. And this is the only one you had access to. At least you have the, the uh, information on it. And the iodine is a whole other different thing. And the link there is, is at the very, very top of this article, because iodine also, obviously, for the thyroid, it's the first thing that most people think of, and the, the link is there, you can click on that, uh, and get the information on the iodine. So that's all I've got for today. Uh, hopefully, this will get you a good foundation regarding some of the current events that we're facing, and also some of the proactive things that you can do right now in order to... Uh, you know, combat these these things and in, and in order to prepare. Uh, a lot of these things I know we go over on a weekly basis. And if you can just kind of stockpile, you know, a little bit at a time, slowly but surely get, you know, getting ready, then when certain situations come about, then you're not going to be unprepared. You're going to have a remedy for whatever you're facing. And so the Lord Jesus Christ needs to be our ultimate, the ultimate one we look and turn to. Um, and but these are just some other things that we can do from a practical standpoint, from a physical standpoint, to protect our families and ourselves. So I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us once again to come together and um, go over some of these things. I pray that you give us discernment, Lord, regarding these matters that we have went over today. Uh, that you speak to the body of Christ, Lord, collectively regarding these matters. If there's things that we need to be doing places we need to be going, uh, preparations being made, wisdom, Lord, uh, visions, Lord, that you would show us regarding these things. For without a vision, your people perish. You say that in your word, Lord. I just pray, Lord God, whatever it takes to get us pre-positioned where we need to be, whether that's actually physically moving, whether it's actually staying put where we're at and making preparations so that we can be a blessing 
to those around us, whatever you would have us do in our respective situations, I pray that you make that very clear to us, Lord, uh, that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. And that all of this be done, Lord, uh, for your glory, that many souls would actually be saved, Lord, as a result of your efforts through the body of Christ, through this ministry, wherever your truth or your word is being preached worldwide. Uh, Many souls, Lord God, I pray for, that would be saved as a result of this information going forth. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.